Hey, Peter. Yo. Should I learn piano? You're so dang good, Adam. You look so good. You sound so good. You're playing so good. I would say no. Okay, done. I'm Adam Mannis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear Podcast. Music advice coming at you. Coming at you today, sponsored by Open Studio. Go to openstudiojazz.com and check out our Piano Access Pass. If you want to learn how to play the piano, there's probably not a better thing that you can get to help with that endeavor. It's wonderful. And did you know that it includes unfettered access to our guided practice session trademark app? So there's no fetters. There are no fetters. Not a single fetter. There's not a fetter or feather. It's available for Android or iOS, whether you're regular, normal, or not normal. I'm not going to say which is which. Normale. But yeah. Um, and uh, it's such a beautiful thing. And in the, the great thing about the guided practice session um, program that you've developed, Adam, is there's people watching it live. There's a lot of people uh, watching it later. And there's a lot of people listening later via the app. You know, by without their computer, with their with their iOS or Android device, consuming it. However, you're going to consume it. That's right. Yeah. Go to OpenStudioJazz.com and check out the Piano Access Pass for all of that, including the unfettered app. <laughs> I love that word. It's so royal, and so I don't even know what it means. So you know, when I was a kid, and I was like, I was a flashy little kid. I, I'm, not, I'm not. You were fettered. I was as a child. I, I was imagine. fettered. <laughs> you were fettered. No, I used lad. to sit down on pianos and and just flash it out you know what i'm saying you ever yeah. get you ever get cocky as a kid i didn't yeah. know what the hell i was doing but right. i no. i could play kind of fast Ignorance is bliss it was so fun when we were young young and dumb i would do stupid things and it would just you know and then my mom would be like we're thinking about getting them lessons <laughs> you know in a very like <laughs> he sounds so fettered that yeah. we're gonna unfetter him so no that was just re- our intro reminded me of that but we got an email uh from uh th- this is from eric Jazz Brew Brewington. Okay, uh, okay, Eric. <laughs> okay, it sounds like down. we're only doing this. We're only answering this email because his name is Eric Brewington. But no, okay, this is Eric, and then in quotes, Jazz Brew Brewington. And if you think that's the only reason we would be making an episode about this, you'd be correct. Actually, I mean, Eric, you're not allowed <laughs> to give yourself your own nickname. Just, I'm just saying, buddy. Well, maybe maybe he didn't give it. Maybe he somebody else gave it to him. We don't know that. That's true. That's yeah. true. If if someone else gave you that, apologies. But I don't know. <laughs> Eric Brewington, it seems like he'd be like, call me Jazz Brew. Yeah. That's yeah. actually kind of cool sounding. It, it is actually kind of yeah. cool. So Eric writes, first and foremost, big fan of the podcast. Well, thank you, Eric. You didn't have to say I told that. you it's not a great. <laughs> I listen in the evenings to close my day, and you never fail to inform as well. Entertain will stop. <laughs> in this crazy season globally, it's greatly appreciated. Well, thank you, Eric. That's very sweet. I'm a bass player. One thing I hear a lot of is how learning bass, how learning basic piano can be helpful for non-piano players. I would love to hear your thoughts on that and specifically how I, as a bass player, could approach learning and what I should focus on. Chords, inversions. I have zero technique on the keys. Is there an open studio course I should, te- I should check out? Again, thank you. Well, uh, funny funny you should mention that. Uh, <laughs> Thanks there, for fettering your way on through our podcast with we, that question. Yeah, we actually do have a course, Eric, called Jazz Piano Jumpstart that we designed really with this in mind. It's for any kind of novice jazz piano uh, aspiring jazz pianist, but it's also we we really designed it with people who play other instruments who really want to get into piano in mind. So now refresh uh, me though, Adam. He's saying he has zero technique on the keys. Would that would jazz piano jumpstart work if you have zero? I mean, you got to have you got to know like the names of the notes. Yeah, right? you have to know the names of the notes, which I assume you do. Yeah, yeah, and that's I mean, not, on the keyboard. On the keyboard, yeah, yeah that's not that hard you to see, know. I played. 
Yeah. You gotta know all Yeah, those. you gotta know it's middle C. But we go through all of it. You know, we start with the atoms of jazz intervals. That's true. So we explain it in yep. a, from a very uh, rudimentary level. So, Eric, if you have a piano access pass or an all access pass, or you just want to try one course, I would start there at Jazz Piano Jumpstart. Now, that would actually give you unfettered access to that, wouldn't it? Yeah, it really would. Yeah. But, you know, if you're just a noob, as my, my kids are into video game mm-hmm. videos on YouTube, and so they talk a lot about noobs. Right. And Newbie. Newbies. Right? I love how newbie is, is too long of a word. It has to be abbreviated. Noobs, <laughs> yeah. With noobs. <laughs> but if you are a piano noob, and you, I don't know, Peter, if you wanted to work on one thing, I honestly think a root shell pretty idea. Yeah is like a really great intro to jazz piano if you don't know anything about piano because that's one of the advantages that you have at the piano is that you can see everything happening. So, Eric, if you wanted to say make, you know, you're a bass player, so you probably know what a C major 7 is, right? So the root shell pretty means that you form these chords from the bottom up, root, C, shell, right? The third and the seventh, E and B. And then two pretty notes, like the ninth, the fifth, or the thirteenth. So I just made a beautiful little voicing right here, right? Out of out of just this thing. So you can go through your favorite tunes and just do root shell pretty. From the bottom up, root, shell, and then two pretty notes, the ninth, the thirteenth, the eleventh, the fifth, whatever sounds good to you. And you can make beautiful these are all just root shell pretty. Well you got well, you're getting fancy now, hold on. All of those are root shell pretty. That's very structured, very easy to understand. That's where I would start. If you understand at all intervals or any kind of scale theory, even as a bass player, no offense to bass players, but you can get really <laughs> that was very offensive. Yeah. All of these, root shell pretty, every single one. Yeah, and what we, I, I was thinking, uh, you know, and you can very much think of, obviously Adam is, is going extremely pretty with some, some great stuff there, but if you think about root shell and yeah. then pretty, you know, don't feel like you have to tack it all together. Um, and then as a bass player specifically, you're going to be in a unique position to be able to um, hear the harmony and these chord, these basic chord structures and inversions as you get into that from the bottom up, because that's, you know, typically where you live as a bass player. So that's actually an, an advantage, I think, a lot of times because it gives you an entry point. You're going to know more and be able to hear more than you think. Like yeah. when you're saying you have zero technique, it's not about the technique. The technique will come. That's like anything. Yeah. Um, like if you uh, don't know how to ice skate and you're like, I have zero technique ice skating. It's like, yeah, because you've never done it and you don't know how to do it. You, you don't have to intellectualize, intellectualize your way to doing it. You need to put some skates on, go to a safe place by the side, look like an idiot. As yeah. you, Then you start to feel, you'll start to develop the technique. Well, and the cool thing about root shell pretty, speaking of technique, is if you do root and shell in your left hand and then you save the pretty for your right, now when you want to just do root and shell, yeah. that's all your left hand. So you can now sort of mess around with scales with your right hand or whatever you want to do with your with your right hand and you have a solid foundation of root and shell in your left hand. You can do whatever you want with your right hand. <laughs> do every, whatever you want. Rude, rude hand gestures. Yeah. yeah, just do that. Super simple. Yep. That's great. Um, well, you know what? It's interesting too. I like to think about you know, learning a new instrument, a lot of times we, yeah, we're biased as far as piano players, but we really, you know, talk about it for everybody else because it's such 
it's such a helpful thing for your bass playing, for your trumpet playing, for your vocals, for whatever is kind of your main instrument. But some people kind of fall in love with the instrument anyway, just like doing anything. So um, I think you can think about it not as like, oh, I have to develop this technique. You, you might want to just think about it as like, how do I get around these basic chord structures and then some inversions and maybe, you know, some of the chords in your left hand maybe combined with scales or whatever. You know, there's there's many different things we, we talk about in the courses and beyond. But it's really from the standpoint specifically of enhancing your bass playing as opposed yeah. to like, I want to learn piano, so I need to learn proper technique and all this kind of stuff. You can kind of wait on that, if ever, for that. For because, sure. Unless yeah. you want to become a piano player yeah. also. I mean, I think about like, I learned some bass because I wanted to learn how to play with bass players. And I never learned like proper technique. I, I had a little bit of whatever you would take from playing violin because I was doing that to the bass, but that's pretty different. I mean, it's similar, but not really. So like I just learned, I was very unfettered in my approach to bass technique, but I wanted to be able to learn how to get around some basic things, play up, that, that was kind of my goal, play like a B-flat blues. and Also, you want to work, right? You want to work a little more? Yeah, so <laughs> I learned enough, so I learned a B-flat blues, I can get gigs. <laughs> True story, I was just hanging out at my friend's apartment, I was just playing some bass, and yeah. I got a gig in a rock band. Mm-hmm. And it was it was the, one of the most fun times you could ever have. That's right. what you're saying, bass players work more, Eric, so they just do. keep that in mind, brewing time. That's right, right. Jazz brew. That's right. Uh, thanks, Jazz Brew, for the question. And we would like to remind everybody, for uh-huh. as long as this podcast still exists, uh-huh. <laughs> which is, that's an episode for another day, um, you can reach us via email, which comes to us via the World Wide Web and the internets. And um, that would be at yhi uh-huh. at openstudiojazz.com. Now, if you send us an email that bounces back to you, you are hearing this in the future, and the email has been shut off. But for now, you can email us, ask a question, make a comment. We love hearing from you. You can also do a speak pipe at you'llhearit.com. You can um, send us mail, right? What's what's our address here? We don't even know what our address is. Don't send us mail. Yeah, address. send us email. It's better. Till next time, you'll hear it. Final episode.